Hello, stackers of the sub. It is I, you boy, Corey Ryan Forster, out here in the park. It's a, it's a beautiful day. It's four degrees too hot, in my opinion. But that is just because, while I do not weigh uh, the same as I used to weigh, I still sweat, and my body still behaves as though I weigh that much. I run hot. Is what I'm telling you. But otherwise, beautiful day here. Hope it is there as well. I'm out here as you hear the rustling of the leaves under my feet. Getting in a little, uh, it's a relaxation. It's a working relaxation session, if that makes sense. Uh, I'm, I'm, this, you know, I've, I've told you all a million times. This is, uh, the woods are like my office. This is where I come to get all my writing done. Uh, but you know, killing two birds with one stone, get the steps into, get to see some nature, and I get to talk to y'all. It's lovely. Now, before we get into the park rant for today, I did want to make an announcement that a handful of you, at least, I'm sure, are already aware of because you uh, still were subscribed to the podcast feed, but my old podcast, Through the Screen Door, is making a triumphant return. There has not been a new episode in two years. For those of you that don't know, Through the Screen Door was a podcast I started during the pandemic when there was literally nothing else we could do. Uh, my co-host was uh, Mr. Matt Coon, a very good friend of mine. He will not be returning, but that has nothing to do with you know, a loss of friendship or anything. We are still great buddies. I literally text him every day. It was just, and I say this on the podcast episode that dropped in the through the screen door feed. It was just timing. It was all that stuff, but it's coming back. And the reason I'm telling y'all here is because congratulations, this Substack will be the de facto Patreon, if it were, uh, for through the screen door, meaning that I would obviously love for y'all to go because it helps my numbers go on apple podcast or wherever you get your podcast and subscribe to through the screen door with Corey forster and leave a five-star review and all that stuff but my point is is that if you're a paid subscriber here on the Substack, you will be getting the show uh ad free completely ad free here and um also you know early before everybody else gets it as one of your perks here so I wanted to let y'all know of that little uh, bonus. And not only will you be getting the shows early and ad-free, you will also be getting bonus materials from that show. Uh, because while I will not have a guest every week on the show, uh, when I do, uh, invariably some of our conversation will you know, possibly be edited out for time or whatever, You know, trying to keep the podcast succinct and everything. Um, and I will be releasing, you know, the, the, the full, full interviews here, bonus interviews here, outtakes, you know, stuff like that, uh, bits that didn't make the show or, uh, you know, just bonus things in general. Um, this is also, and I've talked about this several times and, uh, sister Tasha, uh, has, has told me she'd help me with it. Um, you know, I, I really took uh, a lot of inspiration from several podcasts who have done this. Most recently, I saw that Conan O'Brien was doing it, 
uh, where he does a bonus thing on his where there's an episode with a fan or whatever. And I'm super into that idea. I've already talked to Zach on here, uh, and he was wanting to hop on. And I think that would be cool if y'all, you know, if y'all, if any of y'all were into that. And all of that stuff would live here on the Substack and would only be for those of you here. So that is in the spirit of trying uh, my best to constantly be adding more value to your stay here at bonuscory.com and uh, show my appreciation for those of you who are here that help, as it were, keep the lights turned on because, you know, uh, Corey, the Cory Ryan Forrester Enterprise is a grassroots situation and uh and i love it that way i'm not beholden to <laughs> any conglomerate or whatever i get to make stuff send it directly to y'all and y'all support me in that way and it's great so i'm pumped through the screen door for those of you that never listened the even though i won't have a co-host the spirit of the show will still be uh similar it, it was always a variety show i like doing bits i like doing sketches uh i like doing you know the fake commercials that you've grown to love on uh, Pastor Petey. Those were originally things that I did on Through the Screen Door, and all that's going to be the same. Uh, the audio dramas will also live there, uh, you know, but not until y'all get them first and ad-free and all that stuff. It's just a way to get everything out to the world because y'all would be surprised. Um, and this Substack is great. I'm so thankful for it. It literally has saved my life in more ways than one. But it's so hard to promote Substack, whereas when you just have a podcast, it just goes out and people run across it. Um, so, yeah, more stuff coming here uh, through the screen door, coming back. Just wanted to tell y'all, go subscribe wherever you get your podcast. I'm super excited. And there you go. Now on to today's rant. I, uh, in my journey of fatherhood, I've tried my best to keep y'all apprised of changes in my life and things that I notice because, you know, as a comedian slash commentator slash humorist, uh, most of my job is um, trying to make sense of the minutiae of the world. And, um, and, and, and at, since I've become a dad, there have been, you know, there's been obviously the big changes as such, like, you know, I found out what love is, <laughs> like real holy shit love. Uh, I also found out what fear is. Like I've, I've told you a million times, like he scares me because I love him so much. I've never been this afraid and protective of something. All those like normal things that I knew were going to happen changed in me. But there's also been some changes that like I didn't see coming at all. And I barely know how to explain them. And one such change I noticed yesterday, I think it's been going on for a while, but I really just noticed it yesterday and was like kind of able to put it into words, is that I find myself, A, a lot more, uh, well, sappy, that goes without saying. I find myself getting teary-eyed more at happy situations. Like used to, I mean, I'll, dude, I'll cry at the drop of a hat at a sad situation, but now... I'm the guy who, when I see something truly joyful, I begin to weep <laughs> without even thinking about it. And I'm also starting to just see other human beings and see other young people in a completely different light. And this is what happened to me yesterday. And y'all can tell me 
if this is a thing that happened to y'all when you had kids or if this is a unique to me thing or if I'm just being stupid. But like one example is like, okay, I've never been someone who comments on Instagram videos or Twitter videos unless it's like a friend of mine like a comedian friend of mine and I'm, you know, we're cutting up back and forth or like I tag their jokes stupidly or, you know, I'm trying to help them promote a show or whatever. I've never been one, like, if I like something, I click like or I share it. I'm not commenting on it. But I find myself on Instagram now when a person, usually someone younger than me, I guess it's happened with someone my age too, but like when I see someone doing something really cool, I like... I find myself commenting, hey, this was really awesome. I hope you know that, you know? And I, and it, to me, it's like, I never did this before I became a dad. And I'm starting, like, there's this, I wish I knew his name. But there's this young dude on Instagram who he's got a food channel. Like, he, do, he does reels that are food, which, like, that's my number one jam. That, uh, you know, hot women and golf. That's and people falling down. That's what my Instagram feed is. I highly suggest that you make yours that too. It's a wonderful life. But he's the he's he's definitely younger than me. He's he's got the sweetest disposition and he's just a normal dude. Like I follow a lot of food people and it's like, oh they're gorgeous and it's like, yeah, no wonder they got so many followers or their food's banging or whatever. But he just seems like such a normal guy and he has the sweetest disposition. I know that you shouldn't judge a book by its cover. But, like, you know, you just see someone and you're like, they are sweet. I can tell they have kind eyes and a, and a sweet disposition. And he's just a normal-looking dude. He's, a, you know, he's a, a chubbier feller, which means he's in my class. So, respect. We got to stick together. Um, and he's got, and this isn't a, a criticism. I'm just, hopefully y'all know who I'm talking about. He's got just the tiniest bit of a lisp. And I point that out to just say, this guy is not your instagram model doing all this shit he's a regular dude he's an imperfect fella who makes great food but more importantly he just you can tell he has so much fun doing it and you can tell he's trying so hard and when i scroll and watch his videos i've realized like oh the reason i like these is not because i like the food so much i'm proud of this guy like i want to tell him how proud i am of him because he kicks ass every day and I can tell that he takes pride in what he does and I love that for him and like I want to call his parents and be like hey listen I don't know anything about this kid other than his food videos but I have a feeling that you raised a magnificent boy and I know that y'all are proud of him and I'm proud of him with you and I find myself commenting like oh my god dude this is great it's the best chicken I've ever seen and, I, and again I realized like I never used to do this before I was a dad and it's almost like I'm looking at younger people as my kids now <laughs> which like I guess I could be this dude's dad if I had him at 15 which in my town would would not be abnormal but that's just something I've noticed that like I just I get proud of people I don't even know and I just look at it different and as much negativity as there is in the world and as cynical as I can be I just think that my son has put at least a tiny sheen of unbridled positivity into my life that maybe it's that like 
I'm forcing myself to see the world this way because I need the world to be this way because my son is going to have to live in this God-forsaken world. So I need to be able to see the positivity in it so I can convince myself that we didn't make a mistake bringing a human being into this cesspool of an existence. Do you know what I'm saying? Also, aside from pride, I get fighting mad when I'm scrolling through and I see like a video of some parents and their kids doing something fun and there's negative people in the comments talking shit about the kids. Oh, wee boy. Oh, wee boy. Now, I don't get as upset as I would if they had been doing it to my kid, but I think my brain immediately goes like, oh, I know how I'd react if they were saying this to my kid. So in this moment, I'm on these parents' team. You know what I mean? We're blood brothers in that we all have kids and somebody's messing with our goddamn babies. And boy, I get fighting mad. I have to like, I have to physically just throw my phone on the other side of the room as not to comment and then get kicked off of Instagram for indecent behavior, which has happened to me before, by the way. (laughs) And coincidentally, it was because uh, I had posted a video or photo or something of my niece a couple years ago and some lady was on there it was my niece in a high chair and some lady was on there talking about i'm sorry but she's too old to be in a high chair i wrote a goddamn treatise to this woman calling her every name under the sun and i felt like it was warranted i still ain't you know I still ain't ashamed of what I did, but Instagram banned me for a couple days because of harsh language. And I wanted to appeal it so bad because I feel like whoever it is at Instagram in charge of all that shit, if, if they had heard my case and I said, hey, they were talking shit about my niece, they'd been like, oh, never mind, fuck her. We're banning her. You know what I mean? But like, all, I, guess, I guess the larger part of what I'm getting at here is that ever since I had a kid, all of my emotions are heightened, whether that be good or bad. Good in the sense that I feel love like I've never felt before, and when I'm happy, it's the happiest I've ever felt in my life. But also, and all y'all know this, uh, when you have a kid and you have a family and your stress is more stressful than ever before. But I would like to think that the happiness, you know, definitely puts a blanket over that most of the time but that's that's really it i didn't expect that like i knew like i said i knew that none of the people were lying to me when they told me that my life was going to change and that i was i would have never felt this way about anything before i knew they weren't lying obviously i couldn't fully understand the scope of what they meant but i definitely did not see coming that like those emotions and those feelings that I have would translate into other areas that had nothing to do with my kid, if that makes sense to any of y'all. Maybe it doesn't. Uh, Maybe I'm saying this because I just desperately need one person out there to go, yeah, Corey, I know what you mean. That way I don't feel like a lunatic. Uh, Who knows? But yeah, that's... uh, that's something. I'm curious if, if y'all experience it too. And as a prompt that I usually give on these rants because I like to learn more and I like us to have a community and chat, down in the comments, please leave a comment on something maybe that you experience as a parent that you didn't see coming. Uh, that way I might be forewarned in the event that it hasn't happened to me yet because and i know that there's way more stuff that is just not occurring to me right now that i'm going through and uh you know 
all mostly positive. Uh, I've been very fortunate. The boy is nine months, and I can't really think of one negative thing that has happened to me in the past nine months. I know that it has. It's just that it's just been such a whirlwind of, here I go again being sappy. It's just been such a whirlwind of love and positive emotion that I've forgotten all the negativity. Uh, anyways, man, being a dad is uh, the absolute best. Speaking of being a dad, there will be, of course, plenty of being a father, quote, content unquote on through the screen door because it's something i mentioned in the little teaser episode the last episode came out two years ago dude not only is the world in our country a completely different place than it was two years ago i'm such a completely different human and um i'm excited to be able to express that and to be able to talk to other dads and interview other dads and moms and parents and and talk about this thing in a funny and entertaining way and try to make sense of all this and try to spread the love and spread the joy and you know (laughs) I guess uh, continue to try to convince myself that that like I said I didn't make a mistake bringing a human life who did not ask to be born into this calamity of an earth that we're currently living on with just so much fucking bullshit dude I mean god damn I don't want to get into it too much but Speaking of being on Instagram and seeing the, the positive videos and being proud of people, I'm also seeing such negative shit now too, man. Like, like I, I don't know if y'all know this. And again, I don't want to talk about it too much right now because I'm, I'm trying to keep this positive. But like, it's apparently like cool and funny for people to shit on homeless people. Again, now, again, like I know people have always made homeless jokes, but like, they were like but people weren't like outright cruel to homeless people at least back in my day but like there's all these like prank videos going viral on instagram of people fucking with homeless people and i saw this one dude he had a drone you know them cameras that fly and shit and he flew this drone over and like into this homeless lady's like tent situation that she had going on where she was living and yeah dude she looked strung out she looked rough like she's having a bad go of it And, like, I was expecting all the comments to be like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Like, why would you do this shit? And there were were definitely a couple of those, but there were so many other people that were just laughing. And under the comments that were like, hey, why are you messing with this lady? They were like, oh, fuck her. You know, it's her decision to be this way or whatever and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, god damn it. And these are young people, too, which scares the shit out of me, man. Because, like, I've always convinced myself that the young people are going to save us all. And I still think they might. But, like, all these, dude, there's so many people out there that are just, they get on the liberals for grooming kids. These fucking right-wingers are grooming kids to be hateful. Because, dog, let's say hypothetically someone did choose to be homeless. But someone chooses to be homeless. Sure, they make some choices along the way that may lead them to that situation. But let's just say someone does choose to be homeless. Does that give you the right to fuck with them? God damn, man. Like, I promise you. I promise you. If someone went up to somebody and said, Hey, you got a choice. You can have a very healthy, a very fulfilled, and a very uh, secure livelihood. Or you could be homeless shooting up on the street. 100% of them are going to go for option number one. 
Nobody wants to be in that situation. It's pitiful that they're in that situation. And once you're in that situation, it's very hard to pull yourself out of. Yes, obviously, a lot of these people made bad decisions that led them there. A lot of them did. A lot of them were fucking veterans, by the way. Which is what kills me when I see all these right-wingers shitting on the homeless. I'm like, hey, there's no way for you to know if this motherfucker was in Vietnam or Afghanistan or Iraq or no. You don't know that. And you claim to be the most I'll-suck-a-troops-dick motherfucker on earth. Yeah, you're sitting here talking shit about this dude who... There's a statistical chance that he served and you ain't done a goddamn thing. And that's how you're going to treat him? Did he choose that? You know what I mean? No, he chose to go to the army and then some bullshit happened. It's what it is. But just the fucking disgust of these people. And by the way, what offended me, <clears throat> it offended me as a comedian, is that like... All the fuckers did was they flew a drone over there and bothered her. And there was no jokes. There was no none of this. But it was supposed to be a comedy video. And everybody was laughing. I was like, what's the fucking joke? Just that you fucked with someone? Like, goddamn, like, at least make up a one-liner or something. But just the laughing out of pure fucking hate and evilness and just, just having zero humanity for someone. It bothers the shit out of me, man. And to see that like this video is doing such big numbers, and when that happens, it encourages the young kids to go do that shit more often. God damn it. And now I've talked myself into being like, I shouldn't have brought a kid into this world. Oh, fuck me. Well, I guess my job is just to make sure that my kid don't grow up to be that way. Jesus Christ, y'all. Stick to the cooking videos on Instagram. I'm sorry that I even went down that, uh, that path. But that is what rants are. They go left, they go right, they go straight, they peter off, they fall off a cliff. That's what this one has done. <laughs> I love y'all. Thank you for being here. Remember to go subscribe to Through the Screen Door on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or wherever it is that you get your podcast. Leave it a five-star review. Download the episodes, whatever it is that you do. It, it costs you nothing to do, but it really helps me out a lot. And uh, remember, you will get the episodes when they drop here early and ad-free. And uh, as always, you know, y'all will have a carte blanche on suggestions for how to make the show better. There's also going to be uh, a fan mail section of the show, which y'all will get top priority on submissions and all that good shit. Regardless, I've blabbled enough. Jesus Christ, let's go read some Shell Silverstein and get in a better fucking mood, huh? <laughs> Love y'all. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.